where are I'm you? I'm gonna have to ask my brothers later about the Doki Doki Literature Club. Like, I, I want to play it, but apparently there's a whole thing about um, they're not sure how it's going to work on Switch because you need to, I guess, like, type things into it. I'm sure there's, uh, there, the Switch has an on-screen keyboard. What? It's uh, fine. Yeah, I'm going to say, like, that's kind of what, but, yeah, it's a touchscreen. Yeah, you can, you can, yeah, you can touchscreen that keyboard if you want. Like, I, I play an MMO on uh, console and type with my controller regularly. I'm insane, but it, it works. Like, I, how, how do I put this? The, the fact that I've been in the party when they've done that before and this is real time. This is not like lag or anything so there's no, no, no misunderstanding of how quickly they were typing to get the message out there and the speed in which that message gets out there and the detail it has while we're playing real time. I don't know how, how you're doing that because I see you moving. I see you fully uh, moving. Auto run is a yeah. thing. What's up? Considering that you already, you already know what happens I don't, maybe maybe the concern is the issue that um, what what happens in it that big old shocker kind. Of... Yeah, that's true. Like, because that, that, having that, that happen to your console it. would be a little weird. I'm sorry. What? Hello, everyone. We would trash talk. You number one unranked weekly anime podcast every Wednesday at nine thirty ish PM Central Time. We come to you live for our trash takes on anime news, host topics, and we'll be watching right here at twitch.tv slash Please remember, if you have Amazon Prime, you have Prime Gaming and one friendly, uh, one free monthly Twitch sub for any channel, except for me. Apparently, I'm paying for my own channel somehow. Uh, we'd love to be that channel for you, but if not, I mean, I'm paying for myself. Clearly, I'm a good investment, even when I don't know about it. I don't know what your excuse is. It's it's a prime sub. You already paid for it. Use it. Use it right now. What are you doing right now? Driving? Get us on the road. It's 9.30 p.m. Central Time right now. Wait, is it? I don't know anymore. No. Not what time at all. is it? Do I want to know what time it is? It no, is you 10... don't. Keep going. Oh, it, is, it was 10.12. It is now 10.13. Wherever you are right now, it's dark. It's late. You don't need to be driving right now. Just pull over. Like, just don't worry about the fact that you're in the middle of nowhere. Don't worry about the fact that it's dim lighting. You're inside your car. What bad thing could happen? That's not at all how people in the Zodiac Killer got killed. Anyway, I'm your host, Silas P. You can call me P. As always, I'm joined by my two co-hosts, El Chefe himself, Mingo of Echo Cuba Chefe on Facebook. Look, folks, you want to save some money? Buy a bag of Fritos. They got delicious flavors. Just buy a bag of Fritos, and guess what? You get a full bag of chips, and that saves you money. Then you can sub to us. Look at that. I was really wondering. Yeah, why right. The hell I, I was. I was genuinely you were giving them free advertising. I. I see it now, but. I will be emailing. I will be time. emailing Fritos. For my check. Uh, let me see here. Email them. Alongside the world's number one meal enthusiast. I'm sorry. I'll sell them all day. The the Fritos. Hell yeah, Fritos are delicious. I know that. I mean, especially I mean, if you just get some cheese and get you know make the the chili and just put it in the bag and just like serve it out. I mean, yeah, you can literally sell all day. It'll sell. It'll sell. Anyway, alongside the Wars on Run Mio, enthusiast Gallant of Gallant Zeros on Twitter and Twitch. What's up? I'm super low energy today. Please bear with it. Fuck Capcom. We're we going to get you some Fritos. Don't worry. Um, Hell yeah. Don't promise what you can't. Well, I, think I won't put my pants on right now. I won't, but I will still drive to your house with free. Yeah, the is it still open right now? Technically, it's still open. I could make it to the store, the Fritos, the chili, the cheese, all of it all in one go, and your house before 
they close. Don't tempt me. Hey, Gallon, what, do, what do you want? Do you it. want chili cheese Fritos or you want twisted honey barbecue Cheetos? Because I'm uh, Fritos. I got them. I mean, honestly, the honey ones sound good. I love me a corn chip. Corn is my favorite grain. Corn Dude. chip, corn cereal, corn bread, corn uh, tortillas, soft corn tortillas, actually. In 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 the in the language of Willy Wonka's, it's scrumdiddlyumptious. It's it's literally the best. Is also where yeah. And anyway, yes, corn corn is delicious, and I wouldn't turn down Fritos. Apparently, they light on fire. Because there's I mean, anything can light on fire if you try hard enough. Oh, yeah, that's true. Especially the Mingus. Yes. <laughs> it always I, comes I, back I, to that. I love it. I've I've just never thought about what my favorite kind of grain was. You, you pose a very specific question I've never once asked myself in my life. And now I kind of want to. I'm, I'm not sure when it happened, but I was like, you know what? Corn, corn just slaps. It Un- does. Unfeated. And it's healthy for you. Yep. Right, so types of ancient grains: buckwheat, ancient, teff, splet, corsana, emmer, broom corn, Johnson grass. Uh, I don't know about the name Johnson. Johnson grass sounds like some weed. I'm saying that doesn't sound ancient. Thick weed. There we go. Found it. Made the Uh, best joke possible. Zorghem biclor, subspecies biclor. Avena Byzantina. Oh, well, that's ancient. Okay, regular uh, grain. Uh, we have yeah, um, wheat, oats, rice, corn, maize, barley, sorghum, rye, and millet. Rye is also good, but not used as widely. I'm not going to lie to you. If you look at all your grains laid out flat, they make one hell of a pretty picture. Folks, take a moment. Type in types of grain in Google Image Search. First image you're going to get. It's all the grains like squared off into separate pieces next to each other. It's a it's a damn beautiful picture. It's a damn beautiful picture. I like it. I like it. This is an anime podcast, right? I mean sometimes. Okay. Okay. I I just wasn't sure. I I'm I'm I was feeling pretty talkative about grain. Anyway, uh so yeah, uh welcome back. This is episode forty one on Wednesday, June sixteenth, twenty twenty one. I don't actually know if I did that already or not. I just Nope. I just know that I like apparently did. I really like grain. Well, maybe I did it twice. We can fix the netting. Who could, Whatever. Who could say? And we're going to go and start this week as we do every week with what we've been watching. It's going to be between myself and Mingo. Oh, who wants to go first? Uh, you can go first, Carlito. Yes, I will. No, so this Carlos, week... I will. Boom. Got it on the pod. That, I, it, we've been avoiding that. How dare you? You snuck it in. I thought that was against the rules. Okay, nah, fine. What? I mean, you know, everybody that knows me knows me. Let's say my whole <sighs> name here. All right, then. Uh, so this week was actually, I spent the last week assembling a new setup for our coverage of E3. If anyone was not here for it, we have begun. We did do a pilot and start off a showing of a video game podcast here on the channel. We tentatively called it Weeaboo Games Talk, but as Gallant pointed out, any kind of pushback on it whatsoever, my confidence was blown up and I changed it completely. Don't worry oh. about the name. I'm still working on it because uh, I, w- I didn't like the name anyway. I just literally had five minutes to make it up and I was like, why not? Yeah, I mean, if it's what you got, it's what you got, right? I, I, I spent like a day and a half taking apart my desk. Well, not my desk itself, but taking apart my setup and putting it together to make a new three monitor setup for the sake of I wanted 
uh, us to be able to have reactions for it. So that took me a day and a half. And by the end of doing that, I had tried to think like, oh, I'll go ahead and put everything on the side of my door, which is going to be over here on what is my left side, everyone's right side. And we're viewing this online. And that went on for about half a day. I discovered that doesn't work because physics. And then was like, okay, well, what about the center? That could be nice too. No, not the center either. So what happened instead was I basically put everything back the way that it was, but on the right side this time. So that was a day and a half for me. And my hands were red and achy. And I feel like I should have experimented with that from the beginning. But I was just... I didn't. I didn't measure. I didn't want to get out the measurements, and that's what happened. Fine. But now we have the ability to go ahead and react to things. So what we're gonna go ahead and do, and let's see here, get this started. What I watched this week was I went ahead and watched the. I got in the mail uh, the Final Fantasy VII Advent Children Complete 4K Blu-ray, along with Loop on the Third, the first, the movie, uh, not in 4K but on Blu-ray. That those both came in. And that's why. And and speaking of which, speaking of which, let's go ahead and with that running, we have videos now for audio listeners. Woo! I've now made it so that we have videos on loop while we talk about things. Anyway, uh, what you're seeing right now is the trailer for Advent Children Seven, uh, Final Fantasy Seven Advent Children Complete. Don't actually never mess up the name either. Uh, I got it on 4K and I was watching it and I got to tell y'all. This is an old movie. Yeah. This is an this is an old CG movie in 4K. Yep. But I will give it this. One, I still enjoy this movie as much as I did as a kid because I knew exactly what this was even before I was really into Final Fantasy at all. In all honesty, so you know, I the ones that are very much, you know, on the the side of the history of saying it's a terrible movie because it doesn't make sense. Well, it's a re it's not even a recap movie. It's a whatchamadoodle movie uh, based uh, out, a, based around a, a game what series. What sequel, that, right? Yeah, not even a what if it is. It is canon that this is what happens afterwards, as far as we know. But yeah, of course, it didn't make the whole lot of sense. You should have played the entire game that was like hundreds of hours long beforehand. Like, it's, yeah, it's not. It's difficult. Anyway, not gonna worry. I'm on about the side that of one. history that I didn't play seven. Too many people talked about. It. I'm like, I guess I'll watch this anime ass looking movie. And that's the side history I'm on too. Like I loved it. I loved it for it. I I've watched enough anime. I'm I'm sorry. I I, I got the story all in one go. I didn't need no one explain. This was before a complete version. This was the original version. I was still missing uh, pieces of the story, and also all the details in terms of like damage to their bodies and whatnot. But anyway, I will say this: we're not going to go into the plot details because it's just old ass movie. We're not going to worry about that. Uh, effectively, only thing to tell about the plot is that it's set after Final Fantasy VII, the original. I think it, they said two years afterwards. Corella is apparently being advertised at the end of it. I don't know about that. Nothing I can do about it. And you know what? For a old CG movie that is now on 4K, are there certain parts where, like, it's no matter how good it looks, it still can't be that pretty unless it gets fully remastered? Absolutely. But I'm going to tell you this much. And the few close up areas that they have in this movie where it's kind of just the the faces and the bodies, and they can really, like, really tone in and get that overlay on it for the 4K. Mm -hmm. That is possibly the most gorgeous 4K CG movie I've ever seen in my life. Like, it was like a 60 frames per second game, optimized, but in movie format. And it looked really, really sick. 
not at all uniform to the entire movie. You're not getting it constantly. And did it also still look pretty, you know, low res, considering the fact that uh, it is a really old movie and this doesn't have the capability to suddenly be ultra resolution out of nowhere? Absolutely. But damn, was it pretty. If only they could go back in there and do a full remaster, this thing would be gorgeous. Gorgeous. The full remaster on the, the Sephiroth announcement trailer for Smash. They literally just did, did like redid Sephiroth scenes from Advent Children. I was gonna say something about remake, but I was like, no, it's it's too soon still. But no, I get you, I get you, because it's, it's not it's not wrong. I like to think that Nomura and Sakurai are kind of both there as the people that started making games around that period, who are just there like stealing each other's stuff constantly. Probably. In terms of how cool they think they make things, uh, make each other's stuff look. But yeah, I don't know. Uh, I if you were a fan of the original time, Final Fantasy VII Advent Children Complete came out. You're gonna like this one too. It looks looks great on 4K TV. Looks awesome. That's a good ride. I got nothing else really for you there. You know, Carlito, you could compare it if you really want to like do the whole, uh, you know, based off an anime, based off a video game. I mean, nothing could ever be as bad as the Super Mario movie. Hey, that's getting a 4K re-release soon. <laughs> I hope not. No, it's true. With 26 extra minutes of deleted footage. You know, John Leguizamo is the only one alive. I mean, he's the he's the other one that's alive. And um, R.I.P. John Hopkins. My man, um, my man's gonna be reliving his alcoholic days because they were all drunk on that set. Mm-hmm. I mean, that makes sense. So I mean, you know, even if y'all don't. If you aren't big in anime movies or video game, you know, movies, whatever, could be worse. Could always be worse. Next up, what I went ahead and watched, and we'll get the trailer going here, was Lupin Third, the first, the movie. This was the CG movie that was released by, uh, I think it's G Kids, uh, last year. Uh, it got a very limited run in America because it came out like just before COVID, so it got pushed back a little bit. And now I finally came out. I was able to get the steel book on a sale on Amazon randomly. I was like, you know what, Amazon, why am I looking at this email? You never have anything I want. It was this movie for under 20. I was like, all right, fine. Your one in a year is up. Congratulations. So I bought it, picked it up. And I got to tell you, if you like Lupin, it is in fact Lupin. And this is a, in terms of the art style, it really is the anime, the, the manga, everything. It is it in a CGI format. It has its own sense of style. It has... You know, that is this uniform all across the way. Uh, it's not in 4K, so it is, like, stuck at straight 60 frames, which does, at, at this point, for a CG movie, in my opinion, especially since I watched this after uh, Advent Children, it does kind of hurt it. Like, it, it, I kind of want all C new CG movies now to be the way that Advent Children was, because it does look a little dull now in comparison. Um, still solid, though. Still great. It was a classic Lupin story of Lupin shenanigans fighting against bad guys and also cops. And this time they were fighting against Nazis. Everyone loves fighting against a good Nazi. It's just, there's no better Nazi than one getting shot at. Um, it, it is the original cast from the Lupin dub, now back. Uh, this is going to be from the Lupin the third, the I believe it was the third series that became popular here in the states so that whole cast is back again and it's, it's great to see them all again and uh, it's really it, it's kind of crazy because they 
They don't play any tricks. The entire thing is got a full artistic vision. The characters themselves, they, they Jigen takes the hat off, Goyaman, and they all look very distinct. Like they have that distinct look to each and every one of them. That you know, a lot of for you know, oh, they make something CG. A lot of that is an excuse of they just kind of make the same faces over and over again, slightly changed with different hair details. But no, this really is the book and the anime come to life in CG. And I love it for it. I really do. No, no cheapo animation. Everything is uh, full motion in terms of like how they react. And, and you can just l see the love and detail into this. That, that's a, it's a whole other story to even start a conversation about whether or not this might be the best Lupin the Third story movie out there. But I deeply enjoyed it. I want to say some might still be better, but it, it's just great. It was great to go back on a ride with Lupin and the crew. Now I have to ask uh, tonally: Is it red coat Lupin or uh, red coat? It is red coat. Oh, okay. Damn. I don't know why they make it seem as though red coat and his pants are both leather. I don't think they'd make a leather coat of that nature, but you know, whatever. And it stands out to me because they they do such a good job of like all of the material used for the characters' clothing. You can really tell what kind of material it is. So Lupin's, uh, Lupin's blazer and pants in this movie are, in fact, leather-looking. They do great details on uh, denim, like uh, Fujiko, who goes from like a sheer dress at near the end, going into like a denim shirt as well. It's like, and this, I could be here all day talking about the artwork done into this movie, and it's just so awesome. It really is great down to even the hair animations and whatnot. Like, I would love for this to somehow get the 4K treatment like Final Fantasy VII did, because, damn, it would look amazing. It really would. Any excuse to sell another copy, right? Right? I mean, I'd like, buy it. People should, they'll, they'll do it eventually. Yeah. In a year or so. I'm, and, and I'll be right there at the front of the line. <laughs> I absolutely will be. But that was me for this week. Uh, Mingo? Alright, I got a, got a couple things on the list. Was actually pretty active in watching, considering I'm still on vacation. So start off, my brother came over, so we got to rewatch uh, Andro because I watched it with. I was gonna. That's how we do it. We, you know, we'll watch. I watch one solo. He'll watch one solo, and then we both watch what we watch. So rewatching Andro, and honestly, just really solid anime. Like I, I would say, if you really want to break from the isekais and you want a solid fantasy story, go watch Andro. It's a uh, it doesn't follow the usual tropes of, uh, like, the fantasy world animes and has a bunch, you know, silliness to it. What else? Uh, then we watched, um, okay, uh, Galen, you got us on the name for this one? Yes. Yeah. Moment. Uh, hold on. Let me ruin it so that Galen can get it correcty. Kakushi Goto. You said it perfectly. I took a bite of trail mix, and then I was called on to speak. Wait. did You said to hold on for a second to get something right, and then you ate? No, it was in my mouth, motherfucker. Oh, okay. Like, you told no. us to wait and then ate something to have us wait longer. Oh. Okay. Hey, yo, oh. hey, yo, let him enjoy his uh, gabagoo there, buddy. No, I just do it. Okay, thank okay. you. Okay, yeah. Um, go, go on. Yes. It, was, it had a wild twist at the end. The whole series itself was actually telling you two stories. It's about a manga artist who drives a writes dirty manga pretty much you know dirty jokes uh a good equivalent would be um oh man what's that god i can't remember uh it's where uh the best way to go like it's like if he wrote uh shinometa 
Okay. That's like the best. Yeah, he writes anime like Shino Meta. And if y'all don't know what that is, look it up. Go watch it. Amazing. Anywhoosin. Uh, so he he hides that from his daughter. He's a single father. Wife passed early. You know, of course, you know, sad anime tropes make me cry. Uh, so it tells two stories. It tells the story of him hiding it, and then the story of her kind of living her life as an adult. And that's as far as I'm gonna go into it because I don't want to like spoil nothing. Because it's really good when it hits you off guard. And then finally, I caught up with I've been killing slimes for 300 years. Somebody finish it. And maxed out my level. <laughs> there we go. You probably be fine now that you're not using the headphones. No, I'm paranoid now. <laughs> I understand. So, so was I. So was I. I was just sitting here waiting for it. It's like, no way. I wanted you to go for it. Mm-mm. I, I fucking, I passed that ball. You know what I'm saying? Anywho, really good anime. Another, you know, another another isekai. So another one for the books. I like it because it was fun in the way of like it wasn't doing what most isekais done or have been doing. You know, she uh. And this is where it gets a little too relatable. She was a a work slave, pretty much. She just worked herself to death. Literally just worked herself to death. Died at work. The Americans are now tuning in. Go on. And so now the, uh, so the God was like, you know, I, I really take pity on y'all. Or like, I can really, so I'm going to, you know, I'll send you to another world and I'll make it, you know, however you want. And she was like, well, can you make me uh, immor- immortal? And she goes, you know what? I'll do you one better. I'll make you immortal and youthful. You know, anime. And so she treats her new life, you know, living lazily. And, of course, you know, she, she can't be lazy forever. So she gets that 300 years of killing slimes. That's not just the title. That's literally what goes down. No, yeah. I mean, the the one thing that you can trust an isekai to do is to do what it says on the box. Especially ReZero. Damn, because it does nothing? <laughs> Boom! Exactly. <laughs> Thank you. I need that. God, I man, need dude. to watch season two. Oh, God. You're going to fall asleep, I'm telling you. Oh, I'm sure I will. Even your mom's gonna be like, "Honey, I'm gonna go cook dinner, and I ain't gonna miss nothing." Facts, <laughs> man. I'm usually cooking. So enjoyed it immensely. Uh, last episode was today, so I'll watch. I'll be able to finish that. Weirdly enough, it's uh only eleven episodes. You watching the dub? Nah, dub dub's not even complete yet. Dub's yeah. being released on Crunchyroll, so you ain't gonna oh get God. that for a while. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm just gonna say it right now. There's too many fucking isekais and I can't keep up with them all because I was totally sure this was an older one. Nope, this was uh, last season, I believe. Yeah, son of a bitch. <laughs> Good luck, Gallant. But that's I... that's about it, you know. Been um, I'm gonna make an effort to try and catch up through to One Piece at some point. I I I will. Have you been I will keeping de- up I with will... the manga? I will debate yes. giving you a whole show about that. I promise it's not going to go okay. well, but I will. I will do it because I've seen some stuff in the manga, and damn, no, Gallant, you don't so, even know. Shit's Zoro did so that. Real. Zoro finally did that shit after ten years again. I mean, to be fair though, Zoro gets more love than most side characters in any other anime. That's yeah, that's fair. Zoro is what Rock Lee could have been. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't say anything. Fuck me, fuck me for liking side characters. <laughs> I just thought Carlito was amazing. It was amazing. I'm not looking. I can feel it from here. I I I am being a, a responsible producer, and I am just reviewing the doc to make sure we're still on track. Or, or, or even better, Zoro is what Gohan could have been. Gohan was supposed to take over the show. Exactly. You could make a show off Zoro. Gohan now is just—he's every American that gave up on their dreams. 
No, but he's a good ass dad. <laughs> all of us. His dad was. Yeah, which is weird because his dad I'm... was shitty. Well, I mean, he learned it from his good dad, so. I'm gonna say he had a good surrogate. Pick a little facts. People call Gohan boring, and I say he's he's like the fifth strongest of all of them, and a good dad. Like he he's literally is just out of shape. And a good dad, he's, he's like, better. Like people people get that Gohan is literally just out of shape. That's it. Like even Frieza uh, said I mean, it in the movie. It was like you don't you don't quite get it. If he wanted to, he could kill this entire army in one go. For whatever reason, he just can't right now. Because he's just out of shape. That's it. The best way to put it is Gohan is human now. Mm-hmm. He, he's not saying he's human. He just hasn't he worked just... his Saiyan muscles in a while. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, Chi-Chi got what she wanted. And it was boring Google as well. dad bod Gohan. Oops. That's all right, but we'll kill, we'll kill Krillin one time and then get him back. No, no, no. What they need no, to do kill, is kill Piccolo. No, yeah, kill kill Piccolo or kill Gohan and set Pan off. Let's go. Ooh, that'd be hot. I Let's go. It. Ooh, what if Pam was a like she acts? She got the legendary saying. That would be fucking amazing. She's still like not even a year old though in Super. So I mean, they brought future be Trunks back. So true. We could play some time. She's gonna be a baby as long as fucking. What's her name? Bonnie from Family Guy was pregnant. Facts. <sighs> Alright then. That can be all for you this week, Bingo? That is it, good buddy. Alright then. So before I move on to new announcements and dates, we'll go ahead and do we're gonna go ahead and cover a story that came out this week. Uh this is gonna be from Anime News Network, Rafael Antonio Bendia. Bendia, I hope I'm saying that right. I don't know. It's part of the accent, like I I think because we're in we're in South Texas, so I think the name can technically be said with a different assenting or accenting in two different areas. So I apologize. I'm going to not say that name a lot. But the article goes as Australia, New Zealand anime streaming service, Anime Lab rebrands as Funimation. Uh, the article will be Funimation announced on Wednesday that Australian and New Zealand streaming service, Anime Lab, will rebrand as Funimation beginning on June 17th. The service will retain the Anime Lab team but transition its branding to Funimation across all services and social media. Users will be able to log into Funimation now using their Anime Lab account information. The Anime Lab social media team will remain as the branding transitions over the following months, but the Anime Lab blog will be retired as all future posts move into the Funimation blog. Funimation now has previous, was previously available in Australia and New Zealand, but Funimation moved its content to Anime Lab in March 2020. Following Sony Pictures Television and Aniplex's decision to consolidate three Sony-owned anime acquisitions and distribution companies, Funimation, based in the United States, Wakanim, based in France, and Madman Anime Group, based in Australia, into one joint venture. Madman Anime Group previously operated the Anime Lab service. So, on the surface level, not a good look. It looks like Sony's Funimation coming in, eating up a smaller group, and then disregarding. Because, yes, it doesn't cover it in the article itself, but I I was following Anime Lab's social media accounts to see what they were saying. And, yes, the website and the app are going to be fully retired as well. So it's not just the blog. The actual website itself and the application people use on their phones in Australia and New Zealand will both be retired and shut down as time goes on. So... 
not 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 a good look public facing and it does go ahead and lead more into the idea of you know like once that crunchy roll and funimation deal goes through uh if it does go through it will be ultimately be funimation taking over and then a rebranding happening now like i said face value what it looks like when i delve deeper into it on my side what it actually looks like is the reason this is happening still to be monitored is because Funimation, the whole reason we got the update to the Funimation website and Funimation apps as they are slowly being transitioned right now is because when they went ahead and did the acquisition or part of the acquisition for Anime Labs from the Madman group, they looked at Anime Labs' website and app, realized how superior it was, and the reason they're keeping it on board, it seems, is to help them transition and control the application and the website. They're basically, they realized how much better their product was and like, well, we're going to change our product to your product and then have you manage it. So this seems like the whole reason for the shutdown is because they're apparently going to be spending money on two different projects or two different products doing the exact same thing. So I don't, it's a bit of a good, bad situation to kind of have and have. I'm not too sure where I'm landing on it. I feel personally as in if, they, if they're making a thing where, okay, they're, they're obviously going to keep Funimation going because that's the big name, that's the big group, that's the one they want to sell, but they're willing to literally change the Funimation service and keep that same group on to run their service because it can it clearly be done better and they've already invested the money into making it better. It feels a little bit less scummy to me, but I don't know, that's what I'm landing for right now as a stance. I have a, a question and a concern. Mm-hmm. Now, you said that the, what is it called, Anna? Anime Lab. Anime Lab is changing their whole sudden stuff to Funimation, right? No, no, no. Uh, what it is is the re- reverse. Funimation, the reason we got the update and the apps and the websites, the reason that it's changing and becoming, you know, basically we did a few episodes a few months ago about how much better the Funimation app is looking like it's going to become once the new app gets pushed everywhere. The reason that happened, the reason we even got the better look for it, is because after the acquisition of Anime Lab, they were like, oh, that's a better product. We should just do that instead. And as soon as that's now that they're in the middle of doing that, or they're in the final stages of doing that, like, hey, they also run this product better. We should let them run it. So that's what it seems like it's happening here. They're basically saying, you did this job better than us. Let's just let us just hire you to take care of this superior thing. So they're actually changing Funimation to match Anime Lab more than the other way around, but keeping the Funimation name and then rebranding the main uh, offices for Anime Lab itself and the outside countries of Australia and New Zealand. My main concern would be is uh, how will they be handling the billing options for these people? Because it's... My concern would be more... Okay, because it... it, What would concern me would be like the issue with with Verve and Crunchyroll. Mm -hmm. You know, and how one service... They kept one separate from the other, but still offered like a like a combo pay thing. Mm-hmm. And that's the question is, are they going to be offering that for the anime lab people? So from my research that I saw so far, and please, anyone who hears us and has a different opinion on it, if you can, with a YouTube video, whatever is going on there, by all means, give us your input. I you know, just to give us better questions. From what I was able to research, though, they did have people asking about that, obviously, on social media, on Twitter. And Anime Lab was stating how, okay, if you paid for it, you're still good. You're going to use the same login to go through. You're going to get all the same benefits. Eventually, our website and app will go down. So 
those benefits won't be there anymore, but effectively you're going to be keeping the same pricing and you're going to be just merging into the Funimation uh, situation then. Now, are their price the same as Funimation? That I do not know because it is pricing in Australia and New Zealand. I did not see any mention of a change in pricing for what they're paying already, um, but I don't know the actual conversion pricing. That wouldn't be the issue. I mean, my main concern for them would be more of a once the the site goes down and stuff, and they have to switch to Funimation, and it's a more expensive, it's more pricier than them. You know mm-hmm. what I'm getting at? No, I, you know, that's what I'm saying. Like in terms of like the pricing, I saw no one. So whatever price they're paying now, presumably they're going to be paying that same price with Funimation. Yeah. Okay. Well, then, I mean, honestly, from a like a like a buyer's perspective. Doesn't seem like for the consumer they're losing money, mm-hmm. you know. And for both sides, it sounds like they're benefiting. Doesn't sound doesn't business will always seem scummy in a sense. Like let's be real, we can't be, you know, you can't be a child about that. Like that's just how shit goes, you know. The business world is fucking ugly, and that's you know the truth of it. But in instances like this, if it's being solved very. Mm, how you say uh, if it doesn't seem like they're being so ruthless about it and actually being more open minded it comes off better you know mm-hmm. you don't get that kind of like 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 right now the McDonald's BTS meal essentially they're selling you a nugget meal without fries for the same price as a, as a nugget meal mm-hmm. <laughs> with exclusives yeah, an exclusive bag you get with every order and a couple of sauces that you could pay 25 cents for. Mm-hmm. And actually a smaller drink. So, I mean, that's scummy. That's McDonald's trying to stay relevant because they're losing the restaurant game. But here, you know, it, it like, it'd be like if McDonald's bought out a smaller burger chain and they're like, look, you got better burgers than we do. We want to start selling your burgers. Mm-hmm. Just be McDonald's. Okay. You would you would actually want to buy a McDonald's burger more, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's that's how it's coming off to me. It doesn't feel scummy. It feels like Funimation might be going in a good direction. This, to me, this just feels like so whoever is running Whoever is sailing the Funimation ship forward with these acquisitions of of new, you know, groups and and parties and services, at least has a fucking decent head on their goddamn shoulders, and was like, oh wait, we should just be using this better technology, and didn't yeah. like scorch the earth, and it's like Funimation has the best technology, like that would be the worrying thing. Yeah. Mm. So it's it's nice to know that that is in fact not what is happening. Uh, so, I mean, I'm all for it. There's nothing, there's no stopping, you know, acquisitions that have already gone through and stuff like that. So, you know, the competition, whatever, but it, it is nice that, that whoever is there is, is recognizing, you know, it is easier to adapt the better system to what you're currently running than wholesale rip out the technology that was, you know, better for yeah. all accounts, you know, it, just mean... because you feel like you're the best. So. Yeah, because I mean, that, that is like uh, we said before, that's the biggest thing Funimation has been lacking on. There's like, well, they may 
business-wise do certain things and have a slight advantage, slight advantage on their players compared to others to a point, it's still their weakest point. It's still the weakest thing. And if this acquisition, they were able to stop and look at this group and be like, oh, hey, they're not that off-brand from what we are already, but they just do, they just run these particular things where we're lacking better. Let's just buy them, hire them, uh, or change our thing to their thing, and then hire them to manage our thing. Then I wouldn't say it's perfectly clean, but it's a lot. It's it says a lot that they're a brand as big as Funimation or whoever's in charge of acquisitions is able to say, "Yeah, let's keep the name, but let's let's be willing to say that our product is inferior and change it to the superior product that somebody else made." Yeah. So. I mean, this is the thing. You bought it. It's your product now. Use the better product. Mm -hmm. You know, I've just seen so many times when things have like ripped out the, you know, ripped out the thing that worked and was proven because they were just so up their own ass about their own shit mm -hmm. that it's like it's it's you know, it's nice to see that you know someone's actually got a brain over there. Yeah. Now, while I do in terms of employments on nature, I do know that like I said the blog team is going to be retired effectively over time but like that's what we're gonna say like from my understanding at least and if it changes we'll try and update on here but from my understanding it is going to be a matter of like they're keeping the same team behind the app and the website to help them manage like they're they're not letting them go they're actually keeping them on board because they just know how to run those things better and they don't it's easier to keep them than hire new people which is a really rare thing to ever hear an employer say in this type of situation Mm -hmm. um instead of just hiring new people who can't do it as well for cheaper so mostly when their offices are it seems in australia and new zealand so i mean i know it's a kind of a scary thing for australians and new zealanders because they were complaining on saying that they don't want to use the um lower quality funimation app compared to them and so that the anime uh, labs team seemed to always be responding on twitter that don't worry, it's going to be all the same functions on the Funimation app that you have on Anime Labs. We're just swapping over to that. And to be fair, just from the basis look of looking, I did go to the Anime Labs website as well, look at it. They have the same color scheme already. They, the way you view the website right now on Funimation, where like you can see the the, um, the show name, a small little image on top, then you go down, you can even, like, even down to the UIs, it already looks like it is copied over as it stands, so... Hopefully, this transition actually is going to be a lot smoother than it may sound on paper because it absolutely does sound, I will keep an eye on it, of, you know, uh, big business come in, crush little business, and steal their stuff. So, we'll keep an eye on it, see if anything changes on there. But I'll give them props, at least, for admitting that they were the inferior product and changing to the better one and keeping the team behind that better product in charge of said product. We'll see what how that goes. Because I'm hopefully this means also that we will get that new app on Funimation in new places. This rollout has been ridiculous. The fact it's it's still ridiculous to me that we had that announcement. What was it now? Three, four months ago. Yep, we're still sitting with our thumbs in our asses. I mean, mm -hmm. this is the thing though. You know, they're they're porting code. They're you know, changing like they've got to import their own graphics and stuff on top of it. So it's not just. It's not just anything. It's a whole damn process they've got to do. Then they have to get the apps approved across, you know, all the different TV manufacturers, Roku, all the different damn shit. So it, it's 
just one of those things where I'm sure they're waiting to get them all approved at once to make it like a seamless launch on everything. Mm-hmm. And if any one of those is lacking behind, then I don't know. Again, this is all just hearsay. This is just me saying why I would think that would happen. But no, no, I, I get you. I get you. I get you. I'm sure they're gonna make like a, a whole ass announcement when they're like, "All right, it's live everywhere." The new Funimation app probably would, or at least like I would like to think they would send out a message through the Funimation app. All right, yeah. Welcome to the new Funimation app, and like here's all the different things you can do in it. Or you know. another another way to Which actually it... prepare yourself is if you see them mentioning any uh, sales or anything. Like subscription sales, mm-hmm. that's usually a way to tell like when they're gonna do something spectacular in any fashion. Because yeah, I mean they they did do that video effectively like what you're speaking of, Gallant, early on, like when they first went ahead and you know introduced the new app. But since then, mm-hmm. it's like coming soon to everywhere. I believe it's now on the PS5, which I have now. I don't use my PS5 for have to, um, have to check that online out. apps, but apparently that has been updated now to go ahead and show the better version of that. Uh yeah, get back to me on that whenever you whenever you find out about that. But that's the hope. So we'll see what this turns into. But that's that for right now. And on smaller news on the group, just before we go ahead and move on to newer things, uh, we did go ahead and have Katakawa establishes a 3D CG anime studio Kadan. Uh, this is gonna once again be from Anime News Network. Once again from Rafael Antonio Pandia. It goes as follows: Media company. Karakawa Corporation announced on Tuesday that it has funded or founded a new 3D CG and visual effects anime studio, Studio Kodan. The studio is centered on Hiroyuki Shishita, an anime director who has headed many previous Polygon Pictures 3D CG anime productions, including Atosidonia, Ajin, Godzilla, Planet of Monsters, Blame, and Levius, effectively all the good-looking CG animes on that will, that they help produce, I should, I should add in. The studio will utilize uh, Sushista's uh, prior experience with CG anim- uh, 3D CG animation. Sushista is also the vice president for the new studio, while Karakawa producer Takashi Kikuichi is the president and representative director. Karakawa maintains a 97.9% stake in the company. The company will focus on, produ- on production of full C- uh, 3D CG animation with a cell look, extended reality XR 3D modeling, projection mapping, video game CG, and visual effects for live action films. So what it sounds like is all that kind of a tangled mess of on-again, off-again quality in the CG animes we're getting so off. They finally got a studio head to be like, this is standard of quality. Polygon also works um, with Netflix quite a bit. Well, that's what I'm saying. This is basically this person, I believe, technically Polygon Pictures, I think, is under Katakawa at this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I just, I just mean, I, there's a lot of Polygon shows on, uh, or a lot of Polygon stuff, like, under, uh, under Netflix. Oh, uh, that's, that's what I mean, like, their, that the, their production basically is, it's not just going to be, like, Netflix helps produce something from Polygon, it appears that it actually will go ahead and be, like, they're not going to have a team who is mm-hmm. monitoring the Polygon pictures they're making and putting on Netflix, to give it an actual standard of quality, it would appear. I see. So an actual like head of you know, basically accountability and making sure that things kind of aren't like all over the place in terms of what hits what misses, as it kind of is right now. Because I didn't really know the name Polygon Pictures until you had told me, Gallant. Because my introduction to it was you know less than uh, less than impressive, 
we'll say. So the idea of them having an actual head in charge of these productions, at least just to make sure they aren't screwing up, that gives me hope. I mean, the fact that they need it shows, you know, just to what you're talking about, of, of the things I haven't seen from Polygon. Because, mm-hmm. like, I remember Knights of Sidonia, I mean, again, I know Mingo's feelings, but, like, I like the way Ajin looked. But it's interesting to be, like, even there, like, all right, we need a standard of quality for this stuff. Yeah. Because, I mean, all the ones they, they chose to go ahead and call out in the releaser of, like, Sidonia, Ajin, Godzilla, Panda, Monsters, Blame, uh, Levius. Those are all the ones people really like that led to the funding and ideas for the other shows that they are very clearly not stating out in the open right here. So the fact that this is a director who had you know his hands in those shows gives me a little bit of hope. At, at least hopefully we'll get some standard quality. I don't in terms of what it looks like, art style. I don't know sure. what that comes into in terms of the quality of the product itself, the writing and whatnot. I'm not going to state that just yet, but. Hopefully, this is the beginning of good things. Hopefully, the discerning eye on this person is a well-deserved its station. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And with that, we're all... Uh, you know what? I don't even know where we are anymore, so we're just going to keep going. Next up, we're going to move right along to catalog updates. Not a whole lot going on this week. You went ahead and got the new season of Sorcerer, Stabber, Orphan, Battle of Kimluck, dub beginning on Funimation. Full Dive, the ultimate next-gen Full Dive RPG, is even shittier than real life, dub beginning on Funimation. The bottom-tier character, Tamazaki, OVAs will be on Funimation. Did not mention a date, because I think this dub is still running for the actual show itself. So, they're coming. We'll see what that means, really. Crunchyroll is officially going to be the carrier of the Farewell, My Dear Kramer film. And that should already be up there at this point. In fact, I believe all this should already be on respective sites at this point. Next up, moving into new announcements. Discotech licenses the 2001 Shaman King on their um, SD on DD grouping. So standard definition on Blu-ray discs. And it will go ahead and be the original 2001 Shaman King as it is itself. But the initial release will be for the four kids dub, basically. The four kids dub. Cool. All 64 episodes. Let me see here. And then it will launch a separate release of the anime's uncut version in Japanese and English subtitles at a later date. So you'll get sub and dub for the first version that will go ahead and be a release of the 2003 version we got here in the States. Cleaned up a little bit for certain things on there. But then the actual uncut will go ahead and be the release of the original original anime as you saw it in japan or you would have seen it in japan so i i guess it's kind of cool they're doing them separately i'm not gonna do a full remaster of it and release on blu-ray from there then might as well go ahead and have them two separately so if you want both you can have both but i mean who who doesn't want to go ahead and get you know that sweet sweet four kids dub for shaman king who doesn't really also thank you for the raid okay appreciate you always always i'm still looking i'm trying it's been a lot it's been a lot this week. I jury rigged the entire E3 presentation. Don't hate me. Next up, also from Discotech, this is kind of a funny one. Discotech is issuing calls to find the English dub of four Ninja Senshi Tobikage Ninja Robots episodes. Basically, Discotech is asking for anyone who may have gotten the original episodes even on vhs dubs of this series 
sent to them so that they can go ahead and re-edit and remaster them for a Blu-ray release. This has been going on for a year. This is their second call-out for it. But yeah, that, that's kind of hilarious that's kind to of, me. Yeah, that's kind of incredible, yeah. Yeah, it's both hilarious, but not in a ha-ha, they're dumb way. In an actual, like, hilarious, and like, that's insane that, that, that this is this is the state of trying to bring back anime from way back in the day. Like, some, it really was that sense of, like, no one knew it was going to take off or not. So there are some episodes that are just lost of time. They don't have them in Japan. They don't have them in the States. And they this is, like, an actual call-out for, like, hey, were you one of those, like, major otakus who might have these saved somewhere? They're even asking you for, like, hints or leads. So even if you, if, if you know a guy who knows a guy, they want to hear from you. That's incredible. I love it. I love it. Next piece of news that's actually really cool. Netflix live-action Cowboy Bebop show premieres in fall. That's one thing. More importantly, they did release a, tra- a trailer showing Yoko Kano will officially be back as the composer for the live-action Cowboy Bebop show. Officially. There is no stating how long she has been a part of this project, so we don't have any sound bits or anything of that nature on here. But considering it's coming out in fall, as they're claiming, uh, you would hope that she has been given the proper time to go ahead and really do her thing with this show. So I don't know what the show's going to look like. They've said nothing about Ed, but uh, Ayn is properly a corgi again, as he was not at some point. They showed off, I forget I forget his name. Uh, who is the actor playing Spike right now? Oh, I'm so bad with actor names. Uh, I can see him in my head, but I, I can't. Yeah, because he was in everything. Uh, John Cho. John Cho yeah. is going to go ahead and be playing Spike. Uh, he had his crazy Spike hair, apparently, in the promo on there, uh, along with uh, Mustafa Shakir and Daniela Pendia as well, uh, playing... Didn't he get injured on set? Yeah, that was part of why it took so long to get out. Is at some point, I guess he broke his leg somehow? I think it's because he tried doing his own stunts. That's entirely when we get possible. out there and we say break a leg, we don't mean break a leg. We just mean we can't say good luck. Because I, so I mean, yeah, technically, I, I think it was either that or it was. I'm thinking of Harrison Ford because I believe Harrison Ford also broke his leg on the set of The Force Awakens because one of the doors closing on it. Sci-fi movies and doors, man, just, just just stay aware. They're apparently dangerous. Those doors should have like a. Never mind. I'm not gonna get into this. Right? Like, I'm. I'm just saying. Like, like they have automatic been... knives that spring out of their handle, and you'd think you could stab someone with that, but no. If there's any pressure on it, it will just stop the knife from coming out. They should do that with automatic doors for sci-fi shit. But I'm sure that's I... an engineering nightmare for a thing you're going to throw away. I just want to know what material they're making these doors out of if they're able to break a leg. Metal. But why? No, it can be it's literally expensive. anything. It's it's wood. It's harder than you I, think. I've seen cosplays. There's some crazy things with their stuff. I imagine they can do it with a door. Yeah. Anyway, next bit of information. Uh, Katakawa, TMS. Uh, thank you for slamming the ghost pet. Uh, Katakawa, TMS, Sammy Reveal High Card Multimedia Project with planned anime, manga, and novels. Basically, Katakawa and some other groups are getting together to go ahead and make a new large-ass project all built around the game of poker. All right, then. Called what? High Card. Yeah, it's going to be centered around poker. 
It's a sequel to Haikyuu. But yeah, no. Um, let me see here. I didn't think it was Th- funny either. Thanks. <laughs> At least that one got a chuckle. I I choked. I snorted a little bit. I, I could I could hear freaking Gavin's like anger in that fucking laugh. <laughs> No, it's just disappointment. It was I, like, yeah, no, that I was being real. That was bad. No I have, should have laughed. I am the presenter. I have to manage my breathing sometimes, and I have these big ass headphones on, so I get all nasally. And I'm not careful. I'm gonna suffocate and die. Where was I? Oh yeah, the uh, poker anime. They have a still image of it. When that gotcha game comes out, man, they're just coming for your money. It's probably, I mean, they're probably seeing the success for for uh, Mahjong Soul, and they're probably like, well, fuck, uh, let's do the other one. I just hope it's better than, um, god damn it, what's the name of that one with the dude with a really long nose? Kaiji? Nah, dude, Kaiji yeah, rules. Hell, fucking, after a while, it just got boring. I don't know, I, I enjoyed all of uh, all I've seen of Kaiji. I haven't watched any of the, the like, spinoffs, but that show was dope as fuck. Dude gets his fingers cut off. God damn. Kaneki got his nails pulled off and then ruined later on in the series. Yeah. I'm not going to mention what else happened to him. God damn it. Too much. All right. Anyway. Next up, Nix America to release Food Ryu's Monarch RPG in English. So this is apparently a newer one that came out. It looks kind of slick. I can't tell what the battle system is. Basically, you would almost think persona with the way that it's some kid going around to school talking to other members and a part of a school council it's going to be a replayability game where you go ahead and try to get them to a certain point in their story while battling monsters that have captured the school and are keeping it hostage there is a video out with a sub on there it is for ps4 ps5 switch and pc going to be coming out in early 2022 I highly recommend checking it out. It it looks pretty sick. It has a full VO. It, it will be getting a full VO for both English and uh, Japanese as well. So whatever you want to go on there. Well, that right. Netflix announces exception anime based on a new story by novelist director Atsuchi. Yeah, I might need you to help me here. Uh, Atsuchi with character designs from Yakushitaka Amano. No, that was good. For, for a second there, I thought... It was the person who did Hitman Reborn. I was about to flip out. Because I, I just finally read out Amino out loud. Amino is one of those names I just don't recommend. It looks like a horror flick. Honestly. They've said nothing about the plot. Uh, except that... No, that's a lie. They have a plot somewhere right here. In the distant future, human beings have been forced to leave Earth and migrate to another galaxy. An advanced team of spacecraft arrives at a plant a planet that has been terraformed. Each member of the team is outputted by a biological 3D printer. They have a still for it, and I mean, I know that just recently here, we didn't have time to cover it on here, but the Jinji Ito has been delayed, but they all are working with something like that for Adult Swim. I guess Netflix wants some of that horror anime money, which, hey, as long as somebody's winning. Next up, for whatever reason, they're making, Netflix is making Bright still be a thing. By introducing a Bright Samurai Soul anime spinoff from the, as they are now calling it, Will Smith Bright movie because they don't want to talk about the director as allegations came out against him. I mean, I'd, I'd be fine if Bright was dead. I don't, I don't know why we need an anime. It's, it looks literally like the movie, but in anime format set in feudal Japan. Well, like, right. it, it, it literally sounds like the same story. Uh, two samurai, two warriors. One is 
uh, effectively a cop, a human, one is effectively a cop, orc, and they need to help a elf person with a wand get to a certain spot. That is literally the, the movie. That is the original Bright movie, but set in modern times. So we'll see what that turns into. And the strangest news for the week, Kenji Kamiyama to direct Lord of the Rings War of the Rohirrim feature film. They're making a legitimate Lord of the Rings anime film based on, of all places, Rohan and the Rohirrim, who were the dudes, basically. The Rohirrim, anyone who didn't know that, because I, I've seen that sometimes, but I also kind of don't didn't recognize Rohirrim basically means the dudes on the, on the, on the horses. That was the whole thing. Horse culture. Horse culture. Ah, horse culture. So... The film described as an original anime featuring depicting a legendary battle that helped shape Middle-earth and set the stage for Tolkien's Lord of the Rings. Explorers expands on the untold story behind the fortress of Helm's Deep, uh, delving into the life and blood-soaked times of one of Middle-earth's most legendary figures, the mighty king of Rohan, Helm Hammerhand. I'm going to be honest. Until I read that in the article a few days ago, I did not mm -hmm. realize Helm Hammerhand was an actual person. I thought they just named the horn that in the movie. Huh. I thought Tolkien was good with names. He's out here calling somebody Helm Hammerhand. That is literally three inanimate objects forming a name. Helm yeah. Hammer Hand. Yeah. Wait, it has not inanimate. Anyway, I I don't know what to say about that one. Like, it's not coming from Netflix. That's coming from Warner Bros. So you would assume HBO Max in the future. But yeah, I I, HBO, I don't know HBO Max or yeah, it would be HBO Max. Like, no, I don't that's even... pretty wild. I don't know if the statements they have with the announcement really is what they're using because it looks like the Lord of Rings marketing is going to be from like the new line type deal. So, from my understanding, after the Hobbit, the Tolkien estate was not that was not that in on what Jackson was doing with it, so they kind of cut off it off, cut all that off. But yeah, weird. It should have been one movie. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. We'll, we'll see what this turns into. I mean, yeah. I'm down with Lord of the Rings. I'm down with anime, so we'll see what happens. If, if anything, this is just pushing me towards the inevitable. I'm going to rewatch the trilogy sometime this summer. Like, I I, mean, that, it's been in my brain for the past like three months, and I'm like, I just at one at one moment I'm gonna have to tell the world to fuck off for twelve to fourteen hours, and I'm just gonna go in. I mean, literally all of the extended editions are on HBO Max right now. I went yeah, back and I watched. Them. I watched them all uh, a few weeks ago. So, I mean, it's out there. It's out there. You can do it. It's only going to cost you. How long did you say about fourteen hours? Like, I mean, that sounds about right. That sounds about right. Yeah. Um. Uh. uh so, so, uh, Carlos, I had I had one bit of of semi anime gaming related news that I didn't know if you wanted to talk about. A successor to Ultimate Ninja Storm is coming, but not under any anime IP. You know, did you end up seeing the trailer? For Super Drink Bros. What? I'm gonna, I'm gonna just, I'm gonna just send you the YouTube link. Damn it, Discord! Why do you have previews? It's a minute and a half. And, what? Uh, you kind of just need to see this. Okay. Okay. Please tell me. Wait, hold on. I need to open this and tell me when you hit play, because I need to watch this shit again. <laughs> Okay. Bingo, you can open it too. Uh, we'll do it. We'll do like a three, two, one play. No, I can. I can just put it on the the the, the stream. 
Uh, let me see here. Okay. Well, tell, still give me a counter, and I want to watch it in real time with you. I'm gonna assume none of this. Okay, we can't, we can't we can't watch it with audio though. Wait, why? We don't have an audio separator just yet, so if we have it, it's gonna blow out our voice completely. Everybody watching will probably get their ears blown out as well. Oh, uh, so, okay. Well, then but, you could but, you could just have it play on like play yeah. it without. Like, like I'm, I'm, will, that's will I'm gonna you go be able to do. hear it somewhere? Uh, yeah. Um, I can always go back to it, but I can still watch the video. So we're gonna we got that teed up right now. Uh, okay. to go ahead and go. So just right, yeah, three, two, one. Here we go. This is Super Drink Bros trailer. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> what, what? I saw this yesterday and was like, excuse me, what the hell? Got a projectile? What, what was that? What did he just throw? I don't know. They got projectiles, they got dashes. And then they, they, they throw like pizzas at the other character? It looked like energy. It just looked like energy blast to me. Well, the second one was energy, but the first one was like, like um, spherical, like... Oh, is that yeah. Oki? Knocked him down into fireball? Oh my god. This game looks ridiculous. Okay, more arenas. Okay. He has a gun! Okay. He has a gun! He has a legitimate gun! Bubble shield, okay. I believe this is I'm... in early access on Steam. Super oh, gunshot. <laughs> What? Okay. I'm more likely to go ahead and try that than I am uh, to buy the Demon Slayer. Uh, the, the Demon Slayer game that's coming out. It is another uh, Ninja Storm game. I just, I saw that and I'm like, did someone just make Ninja Storm with fake soda cans? <laughs> I mean, they're, they may be fake, but they're buff as all hell. <laughs> So I thought I thought that would be a fun one to to hold in my back pocket for the end of the podcast. Uh, for anybody who's I know this is an audio medium, but uh, just go into YouTube and search Super Drink Bros and uh, have yourself some fun. God damn it! God damn it! All right. Uh, next up, Castlevania animated uh, show gets a spinoff. This time it's going to be with Richter Belmont and Maria Renard. So it's like Randall of Blood, right? From what I saw. Yeah, this is definitely this is definitely Rondo of Blood. Yeah. So, see, this is where I'm going to start caring because I like because Rondo of Blood is I I've seen the other Castlevania games and I'm and they're like eh they're okay but like from what I've played of Rondo I don't think I could go back from you know all the things they added into it and then of course Symphony of the Night is a great game so we'll see what they do I mean if if this if if it keeps being you know well received at least. You know, we might get to see I, Alucard have to fight have to fight Richter at some point. Yeah, I'm gonna say I, I, the general story you can go ahead and find out in the the wild itself, um, mm -hmm. and also the Randall Blood and whatnot. They're getting they're part of the the classic editions being sent out here shortly, right? I don't know, no, because you're thinking the the Castlevania Classic Collection, right? Okay, I, I thought Rando and Symphony were part of it. Okay. No, so 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 Rondo Blood and Symphony of the Night got released as a. Actually, let me just see what it's called right here, because I have it installed. Castlevania Requiem, which was released a couple of years ago, I think twenty nineteen. Okay. okay. Um, which is just a combo pack of Rondo of Blood. The only the the first time that game has been, um, like officially localized, 
like in both like all texts and voices and um and then the updated symphony and night version which is where they they keep the same voices across both games but it's not the like the old dub of symphony and the night so you're not going to get what is a man a miserable pile of secrets that's the original playstation launch and i believe is still available on xbox 360 i believe so um but yes both those games like rule and kick ass so it would be really neat to see people who don't follow castlevania get to a season where uh you know, Richter I mean, meets Dracula, and then the next season starts with Alucard showing up. I mean, I will say this much right now. Like, this was the first time in a while that we had Adi Shankar, who originally was the one behind um, create or getting the first Castlevania animated series off the ground. He commented mm-hmm. again saying he decided to be part of this. So, with him behind it, I want to promise, almost promise you, you're going to get that line. Um, I hope. And- but we'll see. We'll see. The I would say a lot of my questions for that are all kind of more based around the idea of how the first series of the Castlevania animated series ends off at. So still watch it. Yeah. Go back and watch it. It doesn't matter. Just go back I'm, and watch I'm gonna, it. I'm more gonna, more yeah, Castlevania it's, it's for everybody. Yeah, it's definitely everybody. something I'm, I'm going to watch, especially now knowing that they're going to, you know, get it, get into this, which will be neat. Um yeah, exciting Absolutely. stuff. Absolutely. Uh, next up, Peacock. Yeah, the app from NBC adds a free Retro Crush streaming anime channel. So NBC is gonna have a channel when in Peacock that is dedicated to the catalog of Retro Crush <clears throat> that specializes in retro anime. I mean, that's a safe bet. A lot of people like retro anime. I mean. Hey, uh, go watch Metabots. It's on there. It's, it's, it's yeah. awesome. Go watch Metabots. Uh, I mean, it's the perfect answer to, like, oh, I remember the anime I used to watch, you know, back in the day. I don't know. What's all this? There's too much titties in this, although they probably also watch Tenchi Muyo. Hey! There's, Carlos, you can't tell me there's no titties in Tenchi Muyo. Uh, this, don't, don't attack me like that, okay? Um, <laughs> I just mean... There are people that are like, anime was much better back in the day. Anime hasn't changed. People, go watch the new anime. You'll like it, unfortunately. The titties only got bigger, and they got clearer. And somehow reflective. Uh, yeah. Mm. At, some, at some point, anime directors across the globe just decided titties reflect and have glare on them. For some reason. I mean... Yeah. Nah, see, what it is is that they how saw they saw like, how popular Krillin was, and they're like, "We can get that shine elsewhere." Nah, they they saw like how how shiny wrestlers' titties were, and they're like, "You know what? Let's permanently give every titty in anime the baby oil effect." I mean, uh, what is it? New Japan wrestling? That that is pretty big over there. So, mm-hmm, shit, and that's strong too. style too. So you know those titties punch back. Last up on new announcements. G Kids licenses officially the Mamoru Hosada's Bell film in North America. So they are going to go and bring it over. It's going to be in December. They're finally going to get both the sub and dub of it in theaters. It's coming out in July in Japan. We won't see it for a while, it seems, unfortunately, but I'm still about it. They do now have the official, more clean trailers up and out there on the G Kids YouTube website. Uh, let me go ahead. I'm going to throw it up just real quick because it's only like a minute and seven 
seconds on here. Uh, let's see here. Obviously no audio, but it definitely is Digimon movies feels. It is Osada going back to that digital realm type work for himself. And mm -hmm. I'm all about it with also designs that are very much kind of like um, uh, the most akin to what he did with the girl who left the time for me, which is my, my favorite movie, or I should say it has the deepest hold on my heart. That's the first one of the mm -hmm. movies that I saw, but it's just, it, it looks great. It looks awesome. Uh, I highly recommend everybody go check the trailers for it. It looks, it looks so, so cool. It looks like a bit of a telling of Beauty and the Beast almost. Oh, that's interesting. So just, I, I don't know what to say. Osada's never put, let me down. Even with uh, Murai, which may not have been, for me, so much of a great, enjoyable film, it was still a, just a great movie of like storytelling for me. And I'll give credit, because I, I normally want what I want from movies, and that's about it. And that's it for new announcements. With that, we'll move on to new dates. And we've got quite a few of them. For anyone who doesn't know why we kind of went over so many things from Netflix, we don't normally do that. Normally, this is kind of we're closer to a smaller end of the show. But Netflix had their Geek Week last week where they announced a lot of things on there. In fact, let me make sure we even got called out. Yeah, okay, it is called out on here. But yeah, so new dates. Uh, first up, Toonami is going to be airing the Yashihime Princess Half Demon anime starting June 26th. I feel like we said it before. Whatever. Uh, Asahime, Tsunami, June 26th. Enjoy yourselves. Uh, Dungeon of the Black Company reveals a July 9th debut in Japan. We haven't got anything officially for that in the States just yet. Who's going to have it? Funimation or Crunchy? But it's going on there. Uh, next up, here we go. Netflix on here. Netflix will stream the new Shaman King anime on August 9th. It's beginning in July. We're not getting it until August, so... I would like to think that means they've been working hard on a dub as well, so we can get a Simon release on here. But if not, whatever. I'm just happy it's not six months. I'm happy with a month. I'll take anything at this point. I'm that broken of a person. Uh, they will exclusively stream the Gundam Halfway anime film on July 1st. That That's unless... tomorrow. No. We're two weeks away from that. I know. That's way, that's way closer than I assumed, though. Yeah, that's um, yeah, that, that's so in two weeks from now, July first, and unless I'm drastically changed, I'm assuming they're not going to be watching it for dub. It's just going to be the sub, which is fine. I will say I still want to watch that movie. I haven't been in like a UC Century um, Gundam se series in so long, but the trailers for me makes me really intrigued. And also, I really like the new piloting since they have for the Gundams. Basically, it's the pilot in a seat and like a dome space around them where they get a full 360 view of, you know, where their Gundam is. So it looks really yeah. sick. So I'm about it. And they will be streaming Eden Zero anime outside of Japan on August 26th. So we'll see about that. Nothing on a dub. It seems they want, they are planning to do one, but nothing about a dub just yet. So I don't know how it's that launching whatever if it means we're getting more anime from netflix that have their hold on sooner cool i just want it released that's it mm -hmm. I'll, i can wait for the dub i just want the anime to come over here and be more readily available to people to go ahead and watch and view and get more hype i'll on watch it. it twice motherfucker I i'll do it i've done i've done it for before i'll do it, it again um next up is going to be the final series the transformer war for cybertron trilogy on july 29th 
For those of you who have still stuck with it, don't worry. Let's light at the end of the tunnel. It's almost over. It almost can't hurt us anymore. Almost. Why am I still watching this? Anyway, next up. Uh, the first of two Space Battleship Yamamoto 2205 films opens on October 8th. That is Japan. We have nothing about a U.S. release date just yet or anywhere outside of Japan. Let me see here. Seirei Gensoki Spirit Chronicles reveals a July 5th debut. Let me double check that. Yeah. Okay. Jujutsu Kaisen Zero. The Jujutsu Kaisen movie that's coming out in... I believe it's fall for Japan. We're getting a December release for it. No, Ooh. no, no. It, it, no, it, it is in Japan. It, it's globally. It's going to get a December 24th release. So that was announced here recently. Why is that spelled incorrectly? Whatever. Um, and then Idolish Shevin. Oh, that was a lot. Idolish. No, Idolish. Yeah, Idolish 7, third beat. I guess July 4th debut. If it's the third beat, I hope it's the last one because I'm getting tired of getting tongue-tied over that name. This is a cool one for me. Last of new dates. Cyber Connect 2's Fuga Melodies of Steel RPG reveals new trailer in July 29th release. So Cyber Connect were the ones, kind of speaking of uh, Ninja Storm, they were the ones that were originally behind the, um, the Naruto Ultimate Ninja Storm games. This mm -hmm. is their new project that I'm going to go ahead and show real quick. Uh, hold on, let me get let me get this set up to run. And basically, it's kind of a you know how like Valkyrie Chronicles like it's kind of my, it's really my jam because like World War Two, all these people come together to go ahead and fight an empire. This is that, but with furry children in a giant ass livable tank. So think like Fallout's uh, Vault mini game they had on the phone, mm -hmm. but it's the it's small furry children in a tank that you have to manage while also fighting off an empire in said tank. Almost looks like Advanced Wars once they're actually fighting, but more skill-based and RPG-based, and it it just looks so cool. And then the ultimate thing of their ultimate weapon uh, involves sucking the soul out of your chosen selected child. I... Pretty cool. So like Bioshock? Let's say yes. I don't know. It is... It looks like right up my right up my alley. This is my shit. I love it so much. And no one was talking about it because technically it wasn't a part of any E3 presentation. It was just something that went out there and happened. But I'm about this. I want it. It seems fully voiced as well. I don't know if we're going to get a dub for it as well or not. I hope we do. There's a wolf that looks like evil Hitler that you're trying to kill, I'm assuming. And just, oh... My God, the ultimate weapon, Soul Cannon, and I just I I I need people to know about this game because I need it to get love and be amazing and awesome. And okay, we'll go back to the show. Sorry about that, folks. Uh, but yeah, once again, that is going to go ahead and be Fuga Melodies of Steel. Hell yeah, sweet. To go ahead and close out, we have required reading for this week. Did I say that right? Required reading. My speech therapy. No. My speech therapy from childhood. No. Anyway, this is coming from the Mary Sue, the Mary Sue.com, from Brianna Lawrence. There was in honor of Pride Month a LGBTQ plus panel with queer voice actors in the anime industry. You had such titans in there, both in a written format and in a video format. Damon Mills, 
J. Michael Tayton, Brandon uh, McInnes, Kieran Strange, and so on and so forth. And yeah, it's just a really cool honor. So give it a chance. Give it some love. It's out there for you. And hope you enjoy it. Happy Pride Month, everybody. And with that, that's going to go ahead and be us for this week. I want to thank everybody for tuning in. I know it's been a little bit light on this straight anime talk this week. Uh, that was all because of E3. Like I told y'all at the beginning of the show, we went ahead and set everything up to go ahead and start up a video game podcast as well with myself, a co-host on there of Ultima, and maybe some guest appearances as well by Gallant in the future. Uh, that is going to go ahead and be tomorrow. It's going to be on Thursdays at 9.30 p.m. Central Time as always. This week we're going to be covering the aftermath of E3. But yeah, that's why it was so light this week because I just didn't have time to watch anything really. I just had time for the movies. But with that, anyone have any closing remarks or statements? Buying Fritos. Outside of buying Fritos. Uh, I said fuck Capcom once already, right? I mean, you can do it again. Fuck them again. I'm gonna oh, everybody else. Yes? I finally got one of my, my Genshin daughters. Oh, nice. All right, right. Would you care to go to your corner? Mingo's got your corner. I'm not so depressed. <laughs> so, not not so. Nah, I still haven't gotten Chi-Chi yet, but we got Klee, the little bomber girl. She's adorable as fuck, and she does a fuck ton of damage. Oh, I've seen her, yes. Yeah, she got a banner, so, like, your boy was like, you know what? Getting her. Facts. Done. Have the extra money. Let's go. Nice. Nice, nice, nice. I'm gonna guess you've still got some some pulls saved. No, I've just I've just been um throwing on that banner still just because I wouldn't mind getting a, a con con one of her. I see. Yeah. And that also gives me like a, a good chance on trying to get Chi Chi too. Mm-hmm. But after this banner's up, I'm not gonna pull for a while. Just build them up and wait till Klee get, I mean Chi Chi gets her own. Yeah. And, good stuff, but. Really, yeah. That might be a long while because they're just they're gonna be introducing a new area in the game, and they dropped like in the Twitter like it was crazy. They dropped like five new characters. Hmm. Though my dream of getting the daughter squad is almost there, because I have Diona, I have Klee, and then they're bringing out a new wind uh, character, and she's gonna be using the broadsword. Dope. And well, she's a little ninja. She's a little ninja that throws out tanukis. It's fucking dope. And she's going to be a four-star, so she'll be easier to get. And then all from there, I get Chi-Chi. Once I get Chi-Chi, boom, retiring. Done. Mingus and then you can just play the point. game. Then, no, then I get them all to level 90, and then I retire. Sure, but at least then you can play the game with all your favorite characters. That's what oh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll keep playing the game, but when I say retire, I mean that means they don't get my money no more. Yeah. And I retire on top. You realize you just said a gotcha is releasing an entire new area of new characters. That's you're gonna have to wait even longer to get the character you I you know what to believe it at that. Look I'm I'm happy for you, Mingo. <laughs> I'm happy for you. Also, good you brought I don't close out about talking about it. Uh Doki Doki Literature Club. That is gonna be on Switch July thirtieth, twenty twenty one. So for those who are in the know, um prepare to hold your friends. For real, fuck. Alright, folks, that's gonna be it for us this week. I'm gonna thank you all for joining in once again. 
Uh, Kay, we love you. Thank you for the raid. Always appreciate you. you. Sorry we don't have emotes yet. I'm working on it. I, I have to prioritize her now. I haven't had time. You get but my the, real emote. Thank you. I mean, I can smile. I'm bad at it, but I can do it. Um, I'm wearing a shirt. You want me to come on and, and smile? Is that what you want? I'll really. do it. It's fine. That's fine. That's fine. We're at the I, end of the podcast. Save it for next week. They have All to right. wait till next week. You have to turn in next week. If you want to see me go smile, you got to turn in next week. I can't promise you're going to have a shirt on that time. I, I I don't have that kind of power. Wait, I don't have to wear a shirt? Yes, yes, you do. Terms of service, terms of service, terms of service. Just don't say the other thing. But yeah, appreciate you all coming in. Hope you have a great night. And we will. I will see some of you tomorrow. I will see the rest of you next Wednesday. Where am I going with this? Who knows? We love y'all. Have a good night, everybody. Bye. Peace.